0: Welcome to the Self-Care Without Sacrifice Micro Audio Summit. Ladies, I know you're determined to take care of your family, your career, and most importantly, yourself. So in these interviews, you're going to hear all of the secrets that make it possible for you to do just that. Get ready to ditch the overwhelm, the stress, the frustration, the fatigue, and most importantly, or maybe not so most importantly, the fat Yep, it's time to feel better, it's time to look better, and it's time to improve your life all the way around. I know you're gonna enjoy this speaker and all that she has to offer. Don't forget to connect with her online on social media, check out her website, and be sure to download the gift that she is offering you. Enjoy. Okay. Well, today for this interview, we are flipping the script and I'm actually going to be interviewed and you're going to learn all about me and what I do. And I'm going to offer you some really good advice. I hope that you'll enjoy it. So I have my friend Patricia Hayes here. She is a powerhouse in and of herself. She is my retreat partner. We host retreats (laughs) together. But on top of that, she is a licensed attorney who serves as an executive advisor, career empowerment coach, and authentic networking strategist. She is fantastic at helping professionals and entrepreneurs take action in their business and build really authentic, sustainable networks. She is a master of relationships, which is why we are such good buddies. And she's been doing this for quite some time. I love the power that she brings and the insights she brings. She has a massive network and always knows someone that can help you, which is awesome. I love connecting (laughs) people as well. So Patricia... You get to ask me some questions. So take it I away.
1: Do. Hello, hello there. Thanks for having <laughs> me to be here. I love working with Heather. And for those of you who don't know Heather yet, let me tell you a little bit about her. Heather is a healthy life strategist who's passionate about helping executive and professional women who feel powerless and disconnected from their bodies. But she helps them reclaim their power by understanding their bodies and implementing simple lifestyle changes so that they look and feel like the badasses that they are. We love that. For over 12 years, she has been inspiring women throughout the world of fitness and nutrition. And she's been featured on podcasts and stages around the world, has number one bestselling author of four cookbooks, yes, as well as <laughs> being a keynote speaker. And I love working with Heather. We're just tooting each other's horns here, but truly because she is genuine about building relationships and helping people to even more than building relationships with others to build solid, healthy relationships with themselves. So (laughs) here we go, Heather. All right. (laughs) So while we're talking about creating a perfect health strategy for your lifestyle today, What are some of the things that you help women with more specifically? We touched on it a little bit, but tell us a little bit more about what you do specifically.
0: Yeah. So obviously the world of health and wellness is a big one. There's a lot of information out there and there are a lot of things that we are told that we are supposed to do. We think we're supposed to do, or we know we're supposed to do and it can get very overwhelming and very frustrating. So I help women figure out what they need to do for their specific bodies and their specific lifestyles. You don't necessarily have to do all the things that they say you're supposed to do. And quite honestly, most of us don't have time for it. So that's my favorite thing to do is to help women find the time for themselves. Because yes, we know we need to be healthy. We know we need to exercise and eat well. But when you're scheduled from ding to dong and you're running around with your hair on fire, you don't really have time to make yourself a healthy meal or to get to the gym or even take a deep breath sometimes.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love that when you say that about because sometimes you know what to do, but (laughs) taking action on it is totally different. I just had a flashback to me talking to my teenage boy because it's like, (laughs) yes, you know, but what are you actually doing, right? Exactly. And speaking of family, because that's where we spend so much of our time. I mean, you know, I love to cook or whatever and I cook tons for my own family. But then when it comes to getting my own self-fed on a regular schedule, it is tough. So what are some of the biggest struggles that women over 40 face, especially when they know they're trying to to be healthier and to lose weight? Well, you said it. It's taking care of ourselves.
0: We put everyone ahead of ourselves. We love our family. We love our careers. We love our, our partners. We love our friends. And so we put all of them ahead of us. We make all the food for our teenagers. We drive them around until they can drive themselves. You know, we answer emails until all hours of the night. We run over and drop everything to go comfort a friend when she's got a broken heart. If our spouse needs something, we are there for them. And that doesn't tend to leave us much time for ourselves. And that's the biggest struggle I hear is I just don't have time. And followed quickly by, and I'm so tired, exhausted tired, frustrated. And the last thing that you want to do when you're exhausted is to expend more energy on doing something for yourself. So that's the biggest struggle. And it's a double-edged sword because the lack of taking care of ourselves actually makes the fatigue worse.
1: Talk to us a little bit more about that, because if I hadn't done some homework myself and having spent a great deal of time with you, it would be (laughs) hard for people to understand how that is. So tell us a little bit what that cycle looks like.
0: Yeah. It's very interesting. I was actually explaining this to my teenager the other day that our bodies, they create energy on demand. So the more that you move, the more your body knows it needs to create energy. I always use the analogy of football on Sundays. You just lay on the couch, you watch back to back to back to back games, and you can take like three or four naps and still be tired. And it's because you haven't done anything to tell your body that it needs to create energy. Your body's like, oh yeah, we're laying here. Cool. We don't need to make any energy. But if you get up and you go for a walk first thing in the morning, or you go to the gym first thing in the morning, and then you come home and watch football, then you've got tons of energy because your body has been shifted into, okay, we got to create energy. We got to move. We got to build muscle, all that, that kind of stuff. So the more that you move, the more that you demand from your body, the more it gives. The other thing is, is if you're not giving your body the fuel it needs, you will be tired. We are living organisms, you know, if you don't feed your dog, they will lay around until it starves to death, you know, and your body is the same way. If it doesn't get what it needs, it will run on empty. And a lot of times we are giving ourselves carbohydrates and fat and sugar and salt and all of that stuff that just doesn't give us the nutrients we need. When what we really need is protein, we need fats, good healthy fats, we need vitamins from vegetables, all of that kind of stuff. And if we give ourselves all of that great fuel, it has all the energy in the world to burn.
1: Now, I know this is something that's really, it's not, I won't say controversial, but it always brings up conversation for debate. For those who don't know, Heather and I both have athlete sons, <laughs> yes. so feeding them and fueling them are like at the center of our <laughs> lives. And so I've learned way more about nutrition things than I thought I ever would, especially when it comes to to fueling a teenage kid. But the, the similarities are really, really common. And one of the debates is always about what, quote, a diet looks like for someone. And understanding that we are not all the same, right? And how our body shifts. So talk to us about that, especially when we're talking about busy, professional women, once you hit a certain age and what your body does, and why it's important to shift your meal planning and your diet. Well, I'll come back to Diet versus dieting. because those are right, not the right. Same. Those are not the same.
0: So yeah, as we age, our hormones start to shift. As our hormones start to shift, our body acts and needs different things. It acts differently, needs different things. I hear all the time women say, "You know, I used to be able to just go to the gym, clean up my eating, and I'd lose weight and be a couple weeks, and I'd look great. Now it's not working anymore, and I'm working so hard, and I'm eating so clean, and nothing's changing." It's a hormonal thing and we do have to do differently. We have to eat differently. We have to move differently as we age. That is not to say that age is an excuse and that as you age, you will get fat because that's just total BS. That's not a thing. (laughs) That's not a thing. Age is a number and it is also an indicator of what your body might be doing. But there are so many things you can do to counteract that. I was just listening to a podcast today about red light therapy, which I am a huge believer in. And they're starting to do studies that determine that it increases testosterone in men and estrogen in women. Mm. So something as simple as standing in front of a red light for 10 or 20 minutes a day can change that. We don't have to do big giant things, but what we do have to do is cut the crap. We can't eat the processed crap that we did when we were kids. I'll never forget when I was a junior high, I used to have a chocolate donut and chocolate milk every day for lunch. (laughs) I was an athlete, I had plenty of energy, plenty of muscle and was lean and healthy. But I was also 14, right? right. And I was, had a different hormonal makeup than I do now in my mid 40s. I can't eat a donut and chocolate milk every day, or I will look like a donut. <laughs> <laughs> so our bodies can process things differently. And truthfully, we shouldn't be giving our kids that stuff on a regular basis either. But because of the way their metabolism is and how how active they are, if you've ever seen the study where they had an adult try and follow a toddler around and do exactly what the toddler did, like jump when the toddler jumped and run when the toddler run and the adult was like, Exhausted, could not keep up. Mm-hmm. They just naturally expend more energy as they're growing, and and plus that their bodies are physically growing and using energy to get taller, bigger, stronger. Yes. So we have to start to learn our bodies. We have to learn what makes them tick. We have to give it sleep.
1: <laughs> I was going to get to the S's. Sleep
0: uh-huh. and stress. Sleep Let's and talk stress. About. Yes. Sleep and stress. If we don't sleep, nothing works. You want the magic pill, the thing that changes everything and fixes everything at sleep. Seven-ish hours a night. Now, we have different circadian rhythms, and some people need seven and a half, and some people need 6.75, but (laughs) aim for seven, you'll be fine. And then stress. We have an immense amount of stress. And I mean, we've seen all the studies that since the last three years, women are more stressed than ever. We don't take care of ourselves. We don't fix it. We just shove it down, white knuckle and keep moving. The stress causes you to store fat, causes your blood pressure to spike, your blood sugar to spike. So then your insulin spikes, your cortisol is spiking, and none of those are good. We won't get into the science of it, but none of it's good. right? (laughs) So
1: yeah. But this feeds into that cycle that we were talking about earlier, right? The food, the stress, sleep. And when yeah. you're not getting enough of any of those things, you put yourself in this vicious cycle. Yeah, and then you're exhausted and <laughs> burned out and
0: you don't have the time or the energy to take care of yourself. And it's really- it all of those things. Which is all those things. But you know, when we talk about it, that feels like a lot of things, right? I got to yeah. sleep enough. I got to exercise. I got to eat well. I got to make sure I'm not stressed out. And I have to do all these things on top of a career and a family and a social life. Like, how in the hell am I going to make that happen?
1: Which That's, is a perfect segue to how do you do those things? You know, what is the strategy that you put into place? And we'll say not just the plan, because again, it's the whole, I yeah. know what to do, but are you doing it? So talk to us a little bit more about what that looks like. And at the very core, like what's one thing somebody could do today to start making that shift? I'm going to approach
0: that backward. I'm going to say the one thing you can do is plan. But having a plan doesn't do you any good without a strategy. (laughs) And that's why I call what I do healthy lifestyle strategy. I can give you a meal plan. I can give you an exercise plan. But if you cannot successfully implement it and maintain it, it's not doing you any good. You know, I always say every diet works until it doesn't. Every workout plan works until it doesn't. It's not the plan that is the key to success. It's the strategy. It's How are you going to make it work? Are you going to cook? Well, if you hate cooking and I tell you, you need to cook dinner every night, you're already going to fail. If you love to cook and I tell you, you have to eat prepackaged meals out of a box, you're going to fail. If you love to exercise outside and I say you have to spend every day indoors in the gym, you're going to fail. If you have no experience in a weight room and I give you a whole bunch of lifts to do and don't tell you how to learn how to do them, you're going to fail. You know, if I tell you, you got to lift an hour a day and you have 30 minutes, three times a week, you're going to fail. So I help you look at your whole picture. What does your calendar look like? What do your obligations look like? What do your goals look like? If you don't have the goal of being super strong and lean, I wish you would, but if you don't, <laughs> that's okay. You can still be healthy without those things, but giving, I got to give you the plan that works for that, right? So for example, I have some clients who love mountain biking. So we make sure we build that into their plan. I have other clients that have little kids and they're like, you know what? The only time I have to myself is super early in the morning and I don't want to be up at 4.30 in the morning. So I need like 30 minutes of stuff to do and that's it. And we can get that done in 30 minutes. It's just a matter of looking at your whole life and going, when do I have time for me? When will I make time for me? What does my body need? And how do we put those together? And that's where the strategy comes in.
1: Yeah, and I love how you say that because what I hear you saying is one size does not fit all No, and that you have to know who you are and it's okay, right? Yeah. Acknowledge that. Acknowledge those limitations that you have, but also acknowledge those strengths. If there's something you enjoy, why wouldn't you incorporate it exactly. into what you're already doing? Yeah. You don't have to do, like you were saying, an hour in the weight room if that stuff makes you miserable. Right. You can incorporate weights and weightlifting in a different way yes. while you go walking, if that's what you yeah, like. Exactly. Do. And so I really, I really appreciate that because that's one of those things that as we age, we kind of still have in our head, it was like, oh, I have to go. I mean, back when I was in, the thing was, the aerobic yes. oh my yeah. God. And there were people who were just crazy. I'm like, you're crazy. We can't do all that. But that's one of the things I used to do, right? I yeah. would do those classes and I get to a point, I was like, I hate this. I don't want to do this anymore. This yeah. is not fun for me. Yeah. And it had to evolve into something that you do enjoy doing. Maybe it's going walking with a friend to incorporate it into it. Maybe it's doing the yoga Mm -hmm. or whatever, but starting somewhere and building and adding those things that stretch you both literally and emotionally Mm -hmm. so that you can challenge yourself to grow in your lifestyle routine and all.
0: Well, and the other thing I, I touched on hormones a little bit, but women's hormones and our cycles drastically change our physical abilities. So there are certain times in your cycle that it is not safe to be doing explosive movements. That's why female athletes blow their knees out at a ridiculous rate. It's almost double what what male athletes do. And it's always in their second week of their cycle, Mm. right around ovulation, because that is when our body is relaxing and loosening up just in case we happen to get pregnant. So if you can understand your cycle, you can understand and even post menopause, you still have a cyclical nature of your hormones. Yes. We are not just a a level across the board all day, every day. And so understanding that sometimes you're going to be more tired, you're going to be more introverted. So maybe that's a yoga day. That's a Mm -hmm. yoga in your living room kind of day. And there's other days where you're super energetic and Outgoing, and maybe that's the day you do aerobics or you go to some other group fitness class where you're out with people with high energy and it affects our eating. Toward the end yes. of your cycle, you're not craving chocolate because you have no willpower. You're craving chocolate because it has magnesium. Your body needs magnesium to rest in case we have a baby coming. So everyone is quote unquote PMSing and they want chocolate and we all demonize ourselves and we're like, oh, I have no self-control. No, your hormones are telling you something. And that week you need more calories too. It's not a huge swing, but it's it's a significant swing. And if you're trying to fast, for example, on that week, you're going to fail. So you have to know your body. You have to know all of those things. And that's where the strategy comes in is you pull in, okay, what kind of foods does my body like? What kind of exercise is going to benefit me the most? How do I make sure I'm getting enough sleep? How do I make sure I'm getting some time for mindfulness and just quiet? That's one that most of my ladies fight me on, but it's yeah.
1: cool for <laughs> The woo-woo stuff. The woo-woo stuff. The woo-woo stuff. Listen, and and I always have to tell my clients, like, just trust me. I know you're like rolling your eyes, but just trust me on this. (laughs) But I want to go back to something you said because it's so important about understanding and learning and acknowledging what you're hearing your body say to you. This is really important not to ignore it. Because for example, me, I am not this huge steak eater, right? That's Mm -hmm. not something I just like, oh, I got to go have me a big steak. Mm -hmm. But there are times all of a sudden I am craving a steak and I'm like, oh, Because I know personally, I have had a history of low iron. Uh It's nowhere near what it used to be. It used to be really bad. And I used to have to take those horrible horse pill, iron Uh pills. Oh my God. I have prescription strength iron pills, but I've learned over the time to manage that more naturally with food. Yeah, and yeah. if I start craving a steak, I know I have not been getting enough iron in my system and it is now time for me to readjust. Yeah, These are things we can learn about ourselves and yeah. need to bring to the table when we're working with someone like you, when we're talking to our doctors and all of that. And not to ignore, because that's one thing women are notorious for doing. We're notorious for ignoring what we what our bodies are telling us.
0: And that's what I was just gonna say. Not only do we do it, but it's been a cultural thing that if something's wrong, go to your doctor and what do they do? They give you a pill to slap on it to mask it, right? If I have a headache, I'll take an aspirin. Then the headache, I can't feel the headache. But we aren't asking why we have a headache.
1: Yes, we're not getting to the source.
0: And if you can figure out why you have a headache. I love to say you don't have a Prozac deficiency. You don't have an aspirin deficiency. Is there a time and a place for all of those things? Absolutely. But there's been a lot of research recently about food and mental illness and your gut microbiome and how closely they're connected. So giving yourself the food you need can really, really affect not just your physical, how you look, but whether or not you're suffering from depression, anxiety, any of those things. So hydration,
1: the simple thing of drinking enough water.
0: (laughs) Yep. We think we know our bodies and we do some of us better than others, but really, really knowing your body, knowing exactly how it feels when you, like I had one client who we cut dairy out for a while. And when she put it back in, she was fine until she had cottage cheese. And then she's like, holy cow, I get so bloated when I have cottage cheese, like so bloated. But regular cheese didn't do that to her. So just having an understanding of, okay, my body may not love this thing. Am I allergic to it? No. But if we put our body under stress, that creates the same stress response as a bear chasing you and your boss being angry at you. And none of those are good for us. So, you know, understanding, okay, my body doesn't love this kind of food. Or when I'm really feeling tired and I listen to it, I can heal my body. If I push through that, that's when injury and illness happens. Yeah, it's all about understanding your body and making it fit into your life. So it's not one more thing you have to add to your list, but it actually takes some things off of your
1: plate. And the things that came to me, we've talked a lot about awareness. And then the other word that we haven't used, but is exactly what we're talking about, which is being an advocate for yourself. Yes. Being an advocate for your own health. Again, an issue that has plagued women for years, right? And why so many women's health issues go unaddressed for so long. And so you have to be your own best advocate, bottom line, you know, with yourself and with others.
0: And that's one thing. I mean, I've hired plenty of coaches myself because I knew something was missing, right? I was like, okay, I'm doing all these things. Something's not right. Something's not clicking. If you can find the right person to help you figure that out, to shine the mirror, you can go, that's what it is. I I had a coach give me some advice and I was like, Well, that's what I tell my clients. (laughs) She's like, Well, yeah, but we can't coach ourselves sometimes. Yeah. We can't (laughs) get ourselves and understanding why we do certain things. Like I've had clients, I had one where she felt like she had to, if she had a thing of cookies on her counter, she would have to eat the whole thing, but she didn't binge on other foods, just treats. Mm -hmm. And we worked through it, talked through it, got through it. And we finally figured out that the reason why was because. She was living with her sister, and when they were kids, they had their own allowance and they could buy their own treats. But if there was anything left over, they had to share it with their siblings. And so, in the back, back, back of her mind was, "If I don't finish this, I have to share it." When, of course, they're grown adults now, and her sister's not going to eat her stupid cookies. But that wasn't even a conscious thought, you know. So sometimes we just have to tease out the real root of why we do the things we do, and then once you once you figure that out, you're like, oh. Well, that's an easy solution. I know she's not gonna eat my cookies. And so every time I feel like I need to binge, I'll be like, oh, she's not gonna eat my cookies. And that's the end of it. That's a huge part of it that it doesn't matter what great diet plan or what workout plan you have. If there's underlying stuff, these stories that we tell ourselves, if we don't address yes. those, none of it works. So that's yes. part of that strategy too.
1: I love it. I love it. Because what does it truly really say? Your health is more than just the physical. Yes. It is so much more than that. It's more than just the physical. So think about doing it the whole way. This has been so much fun. I appreciate yes. you all inviting me in. and <laughs> Tell us some of the projects that you're working on now and the opportunities you have for people to work, come work with you.
0: Yes. Oh, I'm so excited. So I am launching VIP days in January. Dang. And I know it seems like, it's like, how do you get healthy in one day? You're not going to get healthy in one day. So don't. Don't come in with that expectation. But <laughs> it's going to be an opportunity for us to deep dive. You have my brain on your life and your schedule and your body. And we're going to figure out some really crucial steps that you can take because I know most of the ladies that I speak to, they don't need me to hold their hand. They don't need me to stand over them and make sure they're doing their workouts. They do all the things, they hold themselves accountable. But like we just talked about, maybe we don't know the right things to be doing. So that's right. what it's all about. It's about, breaking down those mental barriers, like if you think your sister's gonna eat all your cookies and, <laughs> and then figuring out the perfect strategy for you and how to implement it. So I'm super excited. Those are launching very, very soon. So I'm looking forward to that. And then of course, I have my Revive group coaching program. That's an evergreen, always open enrollment. It is a 90-day program, group coaching, where we figure out how to relax, (laughs) to take the stress out of being healthier. Do you learn how to start your days with calm and ease? You learn how to give your body what it needs, what it wants and what it needs, and you learn how to sustain it while enjoying your life.
1: So Awesome. Awesome. I will speak to a great VIP program and VIP day and how effective they can be for people. And Mm -hmm. it takes out the, oh, I don't have time because you literally give yourself that time in a big lump sum. And there's so much power in doing a VIP day and really knuckling down and doing it. So I highly Mm -hmm. recommend people reach out. And where can I find
0: you, Heather? I am all over social media. I love LinkedIn and Facebook the most, but I'm also on Instagram at HD Transformations or of course on LinkedIn, it's just Heather Dumas. And on my website, you can get all kinds of freebies. My most popular one is my meal planning cheat sheet. It helps you plan meals with a grocery list and all. So boom, 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 done. So taking away that excuse of I don't have time for that.
1: Awesome. Awesome. I think you guys need to jump in on this. You've got all the goods and all the tools that you need to finish the year strong and to start Mm -hmm. the new year fresh with lots of momentum.
0: Yes. Thank you. The last thing I forgot to mention we have a giveaway bundle that we are giving away to one listener of this summit. So I'm contributing my most popular cookbook, which is Your Guide to a Protein Packed Week. It has all kinds of recipes. It has a meal planning portion and grocery lists. And it also has all the macros in it. And plus that it has some good information on being healthy. So I'm contributing that to the bundle is getting given away with one to one person. So hopefully it goes to you.
1: Awesome. All right. Make sure you connect up with Heather Dumas. And thank you so much for this conversation, Heather. It's always great to have a chat. Thank you
0: for joining me, Ms. Patricia. And if you all need advice for your career, your empowerment, or just how to make great friends, Patricia is always open to making more friends. So find her on, (laughs) on social media as well. Well, I hope you love that conversation as much as I did. If you've loved this summit, we'd love to hear about it. And if there's still time left for you to share it with a friend, please do. And stay tuned for the next one. We are gonna offer these, oh, about once a quarter. So we want to make sure we offer lots of great information, lots of great guests. So stay tuned for that. Lastly, if you have someone that you think would be a great guest and offers us some really good information, please send them my way. I would love to meet them. I love connecting with amazing speakers.